Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places. Cool Zone Media. Hello and welcome back to It Could Happen Here. I am once again your guest host, Molly Conger. And today I'm going to tell you about something that is happening here. Here being my hometown of Charlottesville, Virginia. You might have seen the news recently that Patriot Front leader Thomas Ryan Russo was arrested in Texas on an out-of-state felony warrant. On February 23rd, authorities in McLennan County, Texas, arrested Rousseau and booked him into the county jail. The jail roster lists the offense as burn object to intimidate O slash S. That OS means out of state, and it lists Virginia as the state issuing the warrant. And Rousseau's arrest certainly made a splash. When the news hit, Nazi telegram channels lit up with posts about his arrest. Gab feeds were flooded with hastily made graphics decrying this political persecution. This sudden spike in interest in a little-used Virginia Code section might make you think Rousseau was the first person to be taken into custody on this charge, that perhaps he was targeted for arrest in some kind of grand political plan to take him out of the game. But he is in fact the 11th person to be arrested in just the last year for participating in the Tiki Torch March at the University of Virginia on August 11th, 2017. These cases have been working their way through the system here for long enough that some of Rousseau's co-defendants have not only already been found guilty, they've served their time and gotten back out. But with this sudden surge in interest in this case, I want to give you all a little background on the other 10. If you'll indulge me for a moment, though, I'd like to read you something I wrote nearly a year ago, just as the first cases were being unsealed. There is no statute of limitations on felonies in Virginia. With that in mind... Here's section 18.2-423.01-B 
of the Code of Virginia. Burning object on property of another or a highway or other public place with intent to intimidate. Any person who, with the intent of intimidating any person or group of persons, burns an object on a highway or other public place in a manner having a direct tendency to place another person in reasonable fear or apprehension of death or bodily injury, is guilty of a Class 6 felony. On August 11, 2017, hundreds of torch-bearing marchers traversed the grounds of the University of Virginia. They'd come to Charlottesville from across the country, taking Friday morning flights or taking turns at the wheel for cross-country drives and rented vans with guys they met on message boards. Arriving early before the big event the following morning, they gathered at Nameless Field, a grassy acre near the UVA tennis courts with a deceptive name, and distributed tiki torches. Men with walkie-talkies clipped to their belts, some with wired earpieces, barked orders. Elliot Klein, an ambitious young white nationalist organizer calling himself Eli Mosley after the 20th century British fascist, Oswald Mosley, shouted at the crowd as they formed into a line, We're picking big guys, no females. Klein and his security team would be selecting the biggest marchers to lay down their torches and keep the perimeter as the march moved through the university grounds. They might need their hands free. The march wound its way through grounds, up the lawn, then up the steps of the University of Virginia's iconic rotunda. On the other side of the rotunda, gathered near the statue of Thomas Jefferson, a small group of anti-racist protesters waited. In her testimony during a later civil trial, one of the women who was terrorized that night said of the sound of the approaching crowd, When we heard the roaring, we just linked arms and held hands and started to sing. She said at first it sounded like thunder, like the earth was growling. As they grew closer, but before she could see the light of the torches, she began to make out the chants. Hundreds of voices raised in unison shouting blood and soil. Testifying about that night four years later, she said she could still hear it sometimes in her nightmares. And by the time the small group of mostly students realized the magnitude and ferocity of the approaching mob, it was too late. They were surrounded, fully encircled at the base of the statue by hundreds of torch-wielding white supremacists. For a few minutes, minutes that those trapped at the base of the statue said they believed might be their last as they were doused in lighter fluid, maced, and punched, there was a melee. The police made no move to intervene as streams of pepper spray were let loose and cries of medic were audible above the roar of you will not replace us. When the trapped counter-protesters were finally able to flee, stumbling blindly with burning eyes and covering their heads in a hailstorm of fists and torches, the marchers declared victory. Richard Spencer, an organizer of that weekend's rally, climbed the base of the statue and delivered a victory speech to the still-roaring crowd, now shouting, Hail Victory! Hail Spencer! As Spencer told them, We occupy this ground. We won. Our people, for our ancestors, for our future. That's, That's what we're doing. 
Antifa can defeat our strong? Do you think an Antifa can defeat our group? They have no because they have no conviction. The marchers dispersed to their various hotels, campgrounds, and Airbnbs. Spencer later said cheekily that he booked his under the pseudonym Literally Hitler. They had to rest up for the real battle in the morning. And while they slept, a young man from Ohio was driving through the night, perhaps already knowing that his gray Dodge Challenger would be impounded as a murder weapon before he slept again. He checked Twitter and retweeted a post. David Duke had tweeted images of the torch march, celebrating the alt-right's success that evening with the caption, Our people on the march, will you be at Unite the Right tomorrow? As he left Ohio that evening, the young man of the Dodge Challenger got a text from his mother. A text we've all probably gotten from our mothers. She said, be careful. And James Alex Fields Jr., in one of the last texts he sent before a lifetime behind bars, replied to his mother, a photograph of Hitler and the words, we are not the ones who need to be careful. Years later, the word Charlottesville has become synonymous with those two fused images, Fields's mangled challenger and an iconic photo of the crowd, torches in hands, the rotunda at their backs. Fields was convicted, both in state and federal court, of Heather Heyer's murder and multiple counts of aggravated malicious wounding. Daniel Borden, Alex Ramos, Jacob Goodwin, and Tyler Watkins went away for a brutal gang beating of a young black man. Richard Preston, an imperial wizard in the Ku Klux Klan, did some time for discharging his firearm in the general direction of another young black man, while shouting, Die, N-word! But all in all, for all the violence of both days, there was a curious reluctance to bring charges for anything that didn't rise to the level of attempted murder. And some things that did. There are thousands of photographs, videos from every conceivable angle taken by victims, bystanders, professional photojournalists, and even the marchers themselves. Their faces are uncovered. Their motives are clear. And the law is fairly straightforward. But the University of Virginia lies within the jurisdiction of Albemarle County. In 2017, Albemarle County Commonwealth's attorney Robert Tracy chose not to bring any burning objects cases under Section 18.2-423, He didn't think he could make a case against the Tiki Torch mob. Or maybe he didn't want to. The Commonwealth's attorney for the city of Charlottesville at the time, Dave Chapman, wrote in a memo in October of that year that he did believe the cases could be made, but they weren't his to prosecute. But in Virginia, prosecutors come and go, and a felony lives forever. In an October 2019 debate between then-sitting prosecutor Robert Tracy and his challenger, Jim Hingley, Tracy again scoffed at the idea of indicting these cases, even saying that Hingley's belief that it was possible was a sign he was inexperienced and wrong for the job. A month later, Hingley won the election, and now it seems he's trying to make good on his campaign promise of proving Robert Tracy wrong. In February 2023, the Albemarle County Commonwealth's Attorney's Office quietly sought, and got, indictments under the Burning Objects Statute. A grand jury agreed with Hingley there was probable cause to believe that objects had been burned with the intent to intimidate. Fugitive warrants were issued, arrests were made by local police in far-ranging jurisdictions, and now, nearly six years after that hot night in August, the extraditions are starting. I want to share with you the stories of the men who carried torches that night. Some of them are now facing felony charges in Almaral County. Others may come to share that fate. After the crowd dispersed that night, and after the deadly rally the next morning, those men went home 
Some started businesses. Some died. Some trafficked drugs, beat their wives, choked their girlfriends, went to grad school, went to prison, started families, ran for office, left the movement, tried to lead the movement, or just tried to disappear. There are as many stories as there were flames in the night when their voices joined as one, shouting, Jews will not replace us. Then going their separate ways, back to the communities they came from. And now, some of them are on their way back. This time, against their will. So I wrote that about ten months ago, last April, just as the first cases were unsealed. Obviously, a lot's happened since then. Uh, But before I get into a recap of those first ten cases, let's hear a brief word about some products and services. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey guys, it's Ray from the Bobby Bone Show here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Let's go! Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the hills to the trails all over. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating, up to eight passengers, yeah. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer, check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com, that's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. So, if Thomas Rousseau is number 11 on this list of Tiki Torch defendants, who were the first 10? The grand jury that convened in February of last year handed down the first five indictments. Will Zachary Smith, William Billy Williams, Tyler Dykes, Dallas Medina, and William Fears. Will Smith of Nakona, Texas, was the first in custody. He was actually already in custody here in Charlottesville when the first charges were filed. 
He had been indicted on a separate felony charge back in 2018 for pepper spraying the counter protesters that night, but remained a fugitive until his arrest in January 2023. So when the prosecutor brought the torch charges to the grand jury in February, it was probably an easy first choice. Will Smith pled guilty to the torch charge in May in a sealed plea deal that dropped the much more serious pepper spray felony and was allowed to return home without being sentenced. Billy Williams traveled here with Will Smith back in 2017. The pair were acting as bodyguards for Robert Hasmador Ray, the Daily Stormer blogger who is actually also still a wanted fugitive on a felony charge of pepper spraying those counter-protesters that night. When Billy Williams was extradited from Texas in April of last year, he was denied bond after some apparent dishonesty regarding his relationship with Robert Ray. Through his attorney, he denied having had any contact with Ray while he was a fugitive. He, in fact, claimed they barely knew each other, having met only a couple of times. I can tell you that's not, that's not true. <laughs> but after claiming that they'd had no contact in the intervening years, the prosecutor revealed in the bond hearing that law enforcement partners had shared information with his office that they believe that not only had they been in contact, but that Ray had been living with Williams, um, living on his property while he was in hiding as a fugitive. Williams, too, pled guilty to the burning object charge in July, receiving an active sentence of six months. But with time served and good behavior, he was home barely two weeks after entering his plea, but not before he missed the birth of his seventh child with his common-law wife. Tyler Dykes was arrested on St. Patrick's Day. He'd been out with other members of the white supremacist group the Southern Sons Active Club, trying to hang a racist banner from a highway overpass in Savannah, Georgia, when he was, unfortunately, bitten by a dog. I do not have information on what came of the dog. I hope he's okay. Concerned about infection, though, uh, Tyler Dykes went to the emergency room to have the wound looked at. In Georgia, as in most states, emergency rooms contact the police to report dog bite injuries. An officer was dispatched to the hospital to take a report from Dykes about the dog bite incident, which is a fairly routine situation. But somewhere during their interaction in the hospital, the officer ran Dykes' name through the system, and it came back with a warrant. A panicked Dykes sent his hate group group chat a quick text. I'm being arrested by Virginia. Nuke my account. In video of the melee at the base of the statue on August 11, 2017, Dykes can be seen throwing punches, even after everyone else had stopped, and then celebrating the victory by marching around in a weird, tight little circle with his right arm extended in a Nazi salute. Dykes pled guilty to the torch charge in May and received the same six-month active sentence Williams had gotten. With time served and good behavior, he was released in July. I wonder if he expected to see his elderly parents waiting for him in the parking lot outside the Albemarle Charlottesville Regional Jail that day. But he never made it that far. U.S. Marshals took him into federal custody before he ever walked outside. He's currently out on bond, awaiting trial on 10 counts for his participation in the January 6th insurrection. Dallas Medina of Ohio turned himself in in April and was allowed to return home on bond. He had been an active member of an extremely online group of mass shooting enthusiasts calling themselves the Bull Patrol, so named after the bull-cut hairstyle sported by their idol, Dylan Roof. After a feud with Chris the crying Nazi Cantwell ended with Cantwell in federal prison, the group more or less fell apart in 2020. Medina hasn't appeared in court since his bond hearing in April, and he doesn't yet have a trial date.
William Fears was booked into the Albemarle Charlottesville Regional Jail in June after being transferred from the Texas prison where he was serving a sentence for domestic violence. Just two months after Unite the Right, William Fears beat and choked his girlfriend. A few days later, he traveled to Florida with his brother Colton Fears and their friend Tyler Tenbrink to see Richard Spencer's speech at the University of Florida. He knew when he left town for Gainesville that week that his girlfriend had reported the assault. Having already been to prison for abducting and stabbing a different ex-girlfriend years earlier, he knew another conviction would put him away for a while, and he wanted one last shot at starting the race war before they got him. In video from the torch march, William Fears can be seen swinging his torch at a counter-protester, screaming, Die, commie! Fears remains in custody, but does not yet have a trial date. William's brother Colton Fears joined him at the Albemarle Charlottesville Regional Jail in September. I suspect the jail probably kept them separated, but it still would have been the closest the brothers had been in years. When the brothers were in Gainesville in October of 2017, their friend Tyler Tenbrink shot at a group of anti-fascist counter-protesters after Richard Spencer's speech. Thankfully, no one was injured, but Tenbrink was convicted of attempted first-degree homicide. Colton Fears was driving the car when the men left the scene of the shooting and spent five years in a Florida prison for accessory after the fact to attempted first-degree homicide. Colton was released in 2022 and returned home to Texas, where he was then arrested in August 2023 on the burning object charge. After pleading guilty in October, he was allowed to return home prior to sentencing. Ryan Roy of Vermont turned himself in in May. If you've been reading the voluminous leaks that seem to be constantly springing forth from Patriot Front's online comms, you may know him better as Rex. It looks like he's stayed quite busy in the years since Unite the Right as a member of Patriot Front. He is currently home on bond and does not yet have a trial date. Jamie Troutman of West Virginia turned himself in in October. Under the pseudonym Alt-Right VA, Troutman was an active organizer and planner of the Unite the Right rally. He was present at many of the precursor events that took place here in Charlottesville during the Summer of Hate, including the two other torch marches, smaller torchlit rallies that were held in downtown Charlottesville in May and October of that year. Like Dykes, photos show Troutman was present at the Capitol on January 6th, though in Troutman's case, no charges have been filed. He, too, is home on bond with no trial date set. And before we get to the last two of those first 10 cases, let's hear from someone who has also not been charged in connection with a militant reactionary attempt to overthrow the U.S. government. These products and services. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected or check out a 
stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moon roof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. The final two of these first 10 torch cases are the messy ones. So we've got these four guilty pleas, and we've got four cases that are sort of moving along slowly down the usual path. And then we've got two cases where the defendants have had some success bogging the cases down with motions. Jacob Dix of Ohio was arrested in July. Dix is seen in photos and video on the 11th and 12th with two other Ohio men, his roommate, Ryan Martin, who recently passed away, and Daniel Borden, one of the men convicted of beating a man nearly to death during the rally on August 12th. I'm sure we'll learn more about Dix as his case progresses, but I have found him in photos with the Traditionalist Worker Party at the Nazi rally in Pikeville earlier that same summer. In his torch case, he has been granted both a substitute judge and a special prosecutor, based on a sort of nebulous, though very loudly argued, conspiracy theory involving the wife of a judge who is not even presiding over his case and a prosecutor who has a history of expressing anti-racist political views in his personal life. Dix is out on bond. With the recent ruling granting him a special prosecutor, we may be seeing a trial date get set in the near future. And finally, Augustus Sol Invictus. Until Rousseau was arrested last week, the biggest name in this batch was Augustus Invictus. Even before his name was on the flyers as a headline speaker at Unite the Right, Invictus was no stranger to the headlines. In 2016, he ran for U.S. Senate in Florida as a libertarian. His campaign was marred by such controversies as his own past statements on eugenics, a 2013 ritual sacrifice of a goat, his legal representation of white supremacist militia leader Marcus Fiella, and numerous police reports from both his wife and his teenage girlfriend alleging domestic violence. In the years since, Invictus never did become a U.S. senator, despite a second attempt, and never did get convicted of domestic violence, despite many, many more police reports. He's also no longer a pagan. Asked recently about the goat blood drinking ritual he performed in 2013, he quipped that he drinks human blood now 
just a little transubstantiation joke about his recent conversion to traditional Catholicism. Invictus was arrested on the burning object charge in Florida in June 2023 and held for a month before being extradited to Virginia and released on bond. Like Dix, he has been granted a substitute judge. He too was seeking a special prosecutor, but no ruling was made at his last hearing. Currently, his case is docketed for trial next month, but I'm willing to bet that gets postponed. So that's more or less where we are now. Rousseau is the 11th man to be charged in these cases. We've got four guilty pleas on the record, leaving him as one of seven open cases. We can expect to see Rousseau extradited from Texas to Virginia in the near future. I would say maybe a week or two, although some of them have been held for up to a month before a deputy can get down there and uh, bring them back. Something I was really surprised to learn in all of this is in most extraditions for, for sort of state cases like this, like these are not federal cases, these are local cases. When someone gets extradited long distance, a deputy just flies down there and then they fly back together on a commercial airline. There's not, it's not like a Con Air situation. They're just <laughs> on an airplane together. Um, so it, it really depends on when a deputy can sort of get down there and get him. So he'll be extradited sometime in the next few weeks. And then once he's booked into the Albemarle Charlottesville Regional Jail, he'll get an appearance in court. It's anybody's guess right now who he'll hire to represent him. Former Proud Boy and current Patriot Front lawyer Jason Lee Van Dyke was thoughtful enough to reply to one of my tweets about Rousseau's arrest to say that he will not be taking this case. Uh, as much as he would have loved to try this case, which he, he said that he would do a very good job doing and he could definitely do it. And unfortunately, he just can't. <laughs> he cited the difficulty in finding local counsel to assist. He's not admitted to the bar in Virginia, so he would need someone who is to sort of sponsor him in and be responsible for him in the case. So he said, you know, he can't find local counsel, and also it would just be too time-consuming and too expensive to try a case in Virginia, as um, he's located in Texas. So it won't be Jason Lee Van Dyke. I've been writing about these cases in my newsletter, The Devil's Advocates. It's on Ghost, which is like Substack, but it's not Substack. It's Ghost. And I'm looking forward to writing some updates very soon. The finding out for this particular fucking around has been a long time coming. And I can't help but wonder if these cases had been brought sooner, Patriot Front might not even exist. You know? I suspect once Rousseau has gotten a lawyer, he will ask for a bond hearing. That's probably what's next. It's impossible to know how much information other law enforcement agencies are interested in sharing with the local prosecutor. But that kind of information sharing did play a critical role in some of the other cases. In bond hearings for Billy Williams and Tyler Dykes, information about the defendants' associations and activities collected by other local police agencies and federal authorities was what kept them in custody. Um, in Dykes' case, several police and sheriff's departments in South Carolina and Georgia uh, shared information that he was a suspect in some like swastika vandalism cases, some flyering cases. Um, it's not clear if the feds shared information ahead of time about the January 6th case, but it is it is clear that the prosecutor's office was talking to other law enforcement agencies who'd been keeping tabs on these guys. And I think you would be a fool to think the feds don't have some information about Rousseau that might raise a judge's eyebrow. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Happen Year is a production of Cool Zone Media. For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly 
at coolzonemedia.com slash sources. Thanks for listening. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you.